This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's get to the college basketball matchups that we should be watching tonight. Uh, Let's start in the ACC. Number 10, North Carolina hosting Miami here. Heels laying 13 and a half and a total of 154 and a half. PJ, my first instinct on this game was to look at a total just because Carolina, we know their offense has such top-end potential, but this total kind of scares me. Like, it is pretty high. And also, I am not somebody who normally bets on college basketball totals. So it just feels like I don't have my legs underneath me here. What was your first instinct when you saw this line? First instinct was, I, I think it's it's a lot of points was my first instinct. And then I thought about the last time that Carolina got a, a nice win on a Saturday and then had a quick turnaround on a Monday where they played Duke on Saturday, Clemson on Monday in Chapel Hill. They lost that game outright. Carolina's coming off a nice road win in Charlottesville against Virginia. Turn around, you play a team who's lost six in a row against Miami. Could only be the Canes or pass for me. Miami's really struggling, Chelsea. They've been by far mm-hmm. the most disappointing <clears throat> team in the ACC this season. One of the most disappointing teams in college hoops. Made the Final Four last year. Lost a ton of key players from that team. Lost... Jordan Miller lost Isaiah Wong, um, you know, and their defense just has been actually a little bit better than it was last year, but their offense is nowhere near what it was last season. That's why they're struggling. But again, it is the quick turnaround for Carolina. They didn't handle it well a couple weeks ago when they went from Duke to Clemson. Uh, Miami's certainly not as good as Clemson is, but it's a lot of points. I, I'm not going to play the game, but if I did, it could only be Miami for me. Miami, your pass. Uh, this is such an ugly line and it's already gone up to 14 in some spots. So clearly some money coming in on the heels. And I'll say this about Carolina. They've been covering 12 and five against the spread in their last 17. Uh, meanwhile, Miami looks to be without Nigel pack, uh, for this one. He's questionable, uh, with that lower body injury and Miami has not covered in four straight games back to the total here. Uh, that I think the sabotage factor is probably Miami's offense. We don't know what we're going to get from them. There was a game in that you know recent stretch where they only scored 55 against Duke. You absolutely cannot have that if you have a total at 154. And I'll say this total has gone up. It was 153.5 last night. Now it's 154.5 in most places. But looking at the totals that Miami has given up on the other end, gave up 80 to Georgia Tech, 84 to Duke, 85 to Boston College. How do we think that's going to go against this UNC offense at home? Feels to me like UNC scores a lot of points, but again, this total is really high. Where's the threshold for you, PJ, when it comes to betting overs? Like 154, they got to get it cooking. They do. It just, I mean, it depends on the teams. It depends on the offenses, like you were saying. I mean, you just rattled off all the teams Miami's been playing against and who's been scoring on them. You know, we had that Bama-Kentucky game on Saturday where the total opened up at 179.5 at some shops. It dropped to as low as 173.5 at some shops. I'm like, have you people seen these teams play? Like, I understand a movement maybe to like 178 or 177. Like, that is a ton of points. 
we're really about to drop this thing six points to 173, and then they fly over the total combined for like 212 or whatever it was. So it depends on the teams for me. Um, you know, sometimes the spot as well, like if it's a quick turnaround game like this one is, more inclined to bet the over. You're, I mean, you're talking about it, like North Carolina is so good on offense. They're a really good defensive team too. Man, end of December, January, like Carolina was one of the best defensive teams in the country. Haven't been quite the same since, but they can still really guard. So, I mean, it's tough, right? Because it's Miami's defense against that Carolina's offense, but it's also UNC's defense factored into the game. It's a high total. I would probably bet the under in a game like this. Um, for me to take an over in a game like this with the total being that high, it's got to be definitive that we got two pretty good offensive teams, but also two pretty bad defenses. And Carolina just has a top 10 defense. So I couldn't, I couldn't take an over with, or uh, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't take an over with the total this high with a defense as good as Carolina's. Yeah, and an offense that's been floundering like Miami's. I think that's the big sabotage factor for me is if you want two offensive uh, teams you can trust, Miami has not been one of those. I think this is a narrative that you bring up quite often. It's, you know, kind of not necessarily fading teams, but being cautious, taking big favorites on Monday games. Because I do think there's something uh, kind of baked in there where you have the big marquee matchups on the weekend and then you kind of have these sleepy spots where teams are massive favorites. Maybe they take their foot off the gas pedal. And it seems to be the case for UNC. Bill put this in the chat. UNC has lost its last three weekday games following Saturday wins. And I know that's not the case here because didn't we say that their last game was on Tuesday? But is this an angle that you look at frequently? you know, kind of fading big favorites on a Monday or even a Tuesday? No question. No question. And I'll give you the perfect example. So my favorite bet of the night is in one of the Big 12 games today, Baylor and TCU. We got another one of these games where you got a ranked team in Baylor on the road against TCU, and TCU's unranked and their favorite at home. Chelsea, think about the last couple Mondays. We have seen games in this spot. We got Virginia, Virginia Tech last week where Virginia was the ranked team on the road against unranked Virginia Tech, and Virginia Tech was favored, blew out UVA. Week before that, we got unranked Texas Tech at home, favored against Kansas, and Texas Tech blew out Kansas. Now we get another one of these spots with TCU and Baylor. So, yeah, to your point, talking about, like, spots and these quick turnarounds, unranked, ranked teams are, like, exactly what I'm looking for. Um, I would only take TCU on the money line though. However, Baylor, they've lost six games in big 12 play this season, but like all of those losses are close. All TCU does is play teams close as well. So I would honestly sprinkle some <clears throat> overtime in this game. Like Baylor just went to overtime too. I think this game could go right down to the wire. I do like TCU to win, but I would just take them on the money line. Um, I think it's a good spot for him, but Baylor just plays everybody close. So does TCU, but I like TCU to win tonight. Yeah, I need to correct myself real quick because uh, that system that we were talking about for UNC does follow the pattern as UNC just played Virginia and won on Saturday. But back to this Baylor game because I do think it's fascinating. What do you make of games or teams that are coming off overtime games? Because I think they're, you know, you look at, teams and say okay maybe they're a little bit more exhausted mentally speaking or even physically speaking 
But this has always been like a close matchup for Baylor and TCU. I believe like the last three matchups have all come with within four points. And mm-hmm. even this season, where they have a three overtime thriller. Uh, so normally I would say, okay, in that case, take the points. But in the Big 12 especially, it's really hard for me to fade the home team. Like, is this super square of me? You know, just looking at this matchup and saying, taking a road team, the Big 12, and TCU's been so good at home this year, I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I mean, I, I just, I, I really like TCU. To your point about overtime, too, Bama was in a similar spot. They played overtime against Florida on Wednesday, middle of the week. Then they turn around and play Kentucky. We saw how that game went. So Baylor came off of that great game against Houston, high energy, had to exert a lot of energy to come back and send that game to OT. Now you go Saturday to Monday against TCU. I like the Horned Frogs. Yeah, the only thing going for Baylor is that they have lost three straight overtime games. Maybe the ball bounces their way for once if this game is close. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.